Hi, welcome to Not Another Marketing Podcast, where I'm talking to Dmitry Kostov, the founder of the SEO agency Regex SEO. Now, we're talking about the future of SEO. So no pressure, eh? No pressure at all. Thanks for downloading. Now, SEO has been around for a long, long time, right? Pretty much since the beginnings of internet time and search engines and that. And it's changed a lot over the years. But what about the future? And when I mean the future, I kind of like mean the future for us marketing folk, normal people. How will things change? Now, in this episode, I'm talking to Dmitry Kustov, the founder of the SEO agency Regex SEO. We talk about content and links, a few technicals, and where Dmitry thinks we should be concentrating our time in the future. Now, you can find Dimitri at regxseo.com. That's reg, R-E-G-E-X-S-E-O.com. And also on Twitter and LinkedIn. Check out all the links in the show notes. Can I quickly mention that Not Another Marketing Podcast is totally ad-free. Love it if you could give the pod a quick shout on social media. Subscribe on your favourite podcast app. Uh, check out more episodes at jtid.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Now, the first thing I asked Dimitri was how he thought SEO has changed over the last five to ten years. Oh, boy. Uh, it has changed <laughs> so much. Yeah. Uh, especially if you're talking about 10 years or so. The, the, the early days of SEO, it was kind of, um, it, had, it, it still has that reputation of snake oil salesman. Yeah. And uh, it was everything goes. So how can you trick the search engine to, to work for you? And nowadays, it's not about tricking the engine, the engine. It's about working with it. Uh, so you kind of need to understand what Google or any other search engine wants, yeah. what their goal is, and that's what helps you, helps businesses like Regex SEO to, to, to be successful. Do you think folks are still trying to trick Google? Do you think they're still out there trying to trick oh, it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I come across so many different posts on different forums about um, kind of either black hat, what we call black hat or gray hat techniques uh, that are either completely technically forbidden by search engines. And if you get caught, then they would they would basically remove your websites from the index or uh, they are at least uh, looked down upon those techniques. So yeah, many people still trying to trick the engine and uh, kind of automate the SEO and content and everything else and backlinks and so on and so on. So yeah, it's not the best way, but many people try still to, 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 to realize that get rich quick scheme. Yeah, yeah. I think I think if you go back to kind of like the mid two thousands, I think mm-hmm. it was a little bit like that. SEO was actually quite easy. I think I I don't think it was too difficult at all because I mean I even I made a few pounds and dollars out of, out of it back in the the two thousands, literally by you know exchanging and buying links and 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 doing the things that Google sort of like caught up on and that. And it was easy. Do you think it's harder now to do SEO than it was say in the two thousands? Uh, I don't know if it's harder. It's it, it, the, the scale is a little bit different now. 
Uh, you know, originally the whole idea of how Google worked and pretty much any other search engine, it was all about what they called a page rank. Yeah. And uh, that mean that all that meant was the more other websites linking to your websites, the better. So, and it didn't matter what kind of links they were, where they were coming from, were they fake, not fake, spam, not spam. It literally didn't matter. All, all it was, was quantity. Yeah. Nowadays, it's, it's not really about links per se. They still play a role. But the whole idea behind search engines, behind Google's uh, kind of like a, not motto, but um, what they're trying to achieve is to provide the best user experience for searchers, because sure. that's how, how, that's what makes users like myself and yourself come back and use Google versus other search engines. So all they care about is to provide the best result possible to whoever is searching for whatever they're searching for. So it's not about links because what if some website has a million links, but um, you go there and it takes 15 minutes to load and uh, it's actually about completely different topic and it doesn't have any correct information or it's so like the, 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 the content there is inappropriate or it does not really help you in any way, you're going to leave. And yeah. if a lot of search results are like that, then you're going to stop using that search engine. So the point nowadays is to provide the best experience, search experience to people, to people around the world. And that's where things are coming from nowadays. Sure. So technically, I don't know if it's more difficult. It's just different yeah. because it's not just about backlinks. It's about technical SEO. It's about content value. It's about user experience of the website and so on and so on and so on. So it's a little bit unfair to compare it that way. But I think you get the, the point, the idea mm. of how it's different. Yeah. Do you think SEO in general is getting more technical? I don't think so. I think it actually goes the opposite way. Right. Uh, it's mostly nowadays it's about content. Yeah. You can, uh, and I'm sure you yourself and all of the listeners that are listening, they have experienced that before. You might have a website and maybe you are into a very niche, uh, very specific hobby. And it doesn't really matter how ugly the website looks or if it takes forever to load. If the content there is unique and is really helpful to you, then uh, like, let's say um, like I'm into cars yeah. and uh, like uh, repairing cars and doing, you know, fixing engines and whatever else. So if I go to a very specific forum about the, the, the make and model for my car, uh, the one I have, then if it takes longer to load, if it looks a bit ugly, as long as I get the answers, as, all, as long as I get the information there, and at the same time, there is no better alternative, you're going to go there. Sure. You're going to be using it. So really, it's all about content. Now, when you're talking about competition, and if there is somebody else who provides as good of a content, as good of the value, then yeah, at that point, you have to start thinking about how in other ways can you be better how can you provide more value 
than than uh, your competition. Yeah, I, I can't. I try and use the example of Amazon a, a little bit because Am- the Amazon website is a bit ugly and a bit old-fashioned, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, it's not. Right. It's not very pretty. It doesn't. Everybody builds their website now in these kind of like these really spacious, minimalistic, mobile-focused right. things. And you, you load up Amazon, and it's just like, oh my God, somebody's like dumped the entire internet on one page. Right. Uh, and but it works, doesn't it? It still works. Really, obviously yeah. works for them. Right. Yeah, and that's actually a very good example. It's all about they're about the experience. Yeah. Uh, in their case, it's not necessarily the website experience, which still it it loads quick enough. You yeah. can find whatever you're looking for, uh, but other things, you know, customer experience, the speed of delivery, and other things. You know, nowadays we all want it now. We don't want it tomorrow. We want it now. So uh, that's what that's how they get you. And uh, again, it's they're not talking about links. They're not thinking sure. about links. No. Uh, there's way more other things that you have to be thinking about when you are uh, running a business of any sorts than just links. Yeah. So do you think SEO is now split into many fields and we, we need to look for professionals in different areas? So, so we get like a maybe somebody who's really good at content writing, maybe somebody who's really good at web design, web development, we've got analysis, we've got the technical SEO, the schema, mm. AMP pages, which people never want to talk about, and, and all that sort of thing. Um, do you think it's, it's now completely split and the days of that all in one SEO were pretty much over? Uh, it's, it's uh, in my mind, it's always been like that. Uh, yeah. Of course, if you are a small company or not a small company, Flare, if you're just starting and uh, if you have your own business, you're going to be a solopreneur. That means you're wear every kind of hat possible and so on and so on. So from necessity, you might have to do it. But if you think about any other industry, any other business and uh, like jack of all trades is considered to be kind of a good thing. Yeah. But it's not necessarily that, you know, you don't want your car mechanic to be your uh, breakfast cook as well. Sure. Uh, you want you want them to know uh, what what you want them to know in the best way possible. And the more you practice that, the, the better you're going to get. So it's kind of a chicken and egg situation where where. If you are being torn in multiple directions, you can't concentrate on one thing, you're not going to be the best at it. And uh, that's why there are phrases like dream team. You have each individual person who is the best at what they do, and all you have to do is just work together. And that's where I would say a lot of, uh, a lot of problems, potential problems come in. You can have a company and a team each individual person has is the best at what they do but if you don't have a good leader if you don't have somebody who can organize and make them make everybody work together toward the same goal that's where the problems come in um, that's where that's when businesses start to fail so uh, yeah it's you need a good conductor for, yeah. like for uh- orchestra Maybe that's the future role of the SEO is to be almost like a project manager and direct all these other skills below them. Well, yeah, in a sense, uh, of course, SEO does consist of different things. So yeah. it's just 
nowadays SEO really is an umbrella, so search engine optimization. Sure. And there are multiple different facets under it. Uh, there's a lot of them. So it's already kind of just a, it's like a, it's a word that, uh, it's, it's a word that means multiple things in different contexts. Yeah, I remember I upset a whole load of SEO folk about 10 years ago doing a talk and I said there was like no no such thing really as SEO as such as search engine optimization. It was a mixture of lots and lots and lots of different techniques all put together and I kind of upset them a little bit. <laughs> well, uh, I, I guess I, I understand where they might have come, come from. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if you think about it, search engine optimization, there is no one thing. Sure. Uh, you know, it's 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 um, again, it's just like an orchestra. There's every everybody in the orchestra does their own thing, and without it, thing would not work. Yeah, yeah. I always look at page speed as one of those things because, like, you, you get I get emails as well from SEOs saying your website's too slow. You need to speed mm -hmm. it up. And like, I always think to myself, that's not shouldn't really be the job of somebody who's looking at search engine optimization. Actually, if the web developer, web designer, or web team have given you a website that takes a minute to load a page, then have a word with them. It's like... <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, those automated emails. Oh, I hate them. I get <laughs> like a hundred of them a day. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're, uh, and it's actually so funny and frustrating at the same time. If they are sending me, who I run SEO company, they're like, did you know your page speed is you yeah. know, like 70 instead of 80 or 90? Uh, and do you, do you need SEO services? Like, did you even try to understand what we do? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, page speed is definitely an important part. Sure. But it's definitely not the first thing you look at when you are talking about SEO. Yeah. Do you think there's a bit of a problem of chasing numbers as well? I mean, there, were, there used to be the, the page rank toolbar with a right. number in it, and then there was right. the, the DA numbers and things like that, and now we've got all these different um, speed numbers that Google mm -hmm. are, are coming out with their core web vitals and things. Yeah. Uh, do you think we're chasing... Do you think the future is going to be chasing more numbers? Uh, not the numbers that you mentioned Right. So good. chasing chasing numbers. So a lot of a lot of a lot of uh, marketing folks, uh, online marketing folks, are chasing numbers for the sake of reporting. Yeah. And that's not the point. At the end of the day, what matters is results. Sure. And for different business, that result will be different. For each business, it could be. Num uh, uh, dollar sales, it could be number of bookings, it could be whatever it is for your business, uh, from, from sales of products to services to whatever else. And at the end of the day, if the sales are coming in, if they are improving over time, if more and more people are finding you through Google and other search engines, the rest really doesn't matter. No. Like uh, it, it's, and and that's that's why nowadays a lot of, because people can't produce the results, they start chasing numbers. Sure. It's like, um, hello, Mr. SEO person, uh, our sales did not increase, and actually they fell fell off in the last year after we spent hundred thousand dollars with you. Oh, that's okay because we increased your page speed by ten. 
Well, that doesn't matter. No. Right? So it's a question of priorities. It's a question of uh, even understanding how businesses work. And uh, that's also where that kind of a negative negative rep, a bad rep the SEO industry gets from sure. back in the day when it's all all was about numbers and kind of uh, not understanding. In, instead of helping businesses grow, a lot of SEOs were just doing something and charging money yeah. uh, while not <laughs> affecting the outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think some folks use the numbers as almost like an excuse for a badly converting website? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's that's where that's where transparency comes in. Um, it, the, the transparency is still a, a big issue in the industry in the SEO. Um, I, that's really the reason that one of the main reasons we started the company Projects SEO, my, the company that uh, I'm running now. Uh, it's I've seen so many reports that are all about showing some kind of improvement even if there, there's no improvement yeah it's like uh in in reality let's say web, web visits went down but we're going to hide that and we're going to show that i know time on page improved it's not about it's not it's not connected to the to the actual goal of the business and instead of being transparent in that conversation and say to the client hey, we had a little hiccup, but we know how to fix it. And we know that we're in a month, we're going to be closer to your business goals than we were a month before. That's all they need. Yeah. Other, otherwise, it's not going to make any sense to anybody. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think I think it, you, you could get a better result out of like just, I don't know, maybe just sticking a call to action button above the fold than you could exactly. increasing your page speed by half a second, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, there are so many different things that are kind of small, small, simple things that anybody can implement. But uh, what's the saying when you are, you kind of become, you're not seeing the problem when you're staring at it for too yeah, long? Yeah, yeah, I see, uh, yeah. So, so sometimes all, it, all, it, all you need is just uh, somebody else to... Uh, somebody else who was not involved to look it over and uh, that's where a lot of initial optimization and initial low-hanging fruit approach comes in when we work with our clients and sometimes it's so obvious after you explain it to them they're like yeah that that makes total sense how did we miss it for 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 five years yeah um, and uh, yeah one of the biggest problems nowadays in the industry that I face is not tracking phone calls, for example. Sure. Um, if you are in a business where, let's say you're a lawyer, very few people are going to fill out a form on the website. Yeah, yeah. And that's when you, like the forms are very easy to track. They sync in with Google Analytics and so on and so on. But if 90% of your business comes to the phone call and you don't know which channel, which marketing channel is... Is responsible for those calls then how can you make marketing decisions how can you make budget decisions how do you know if you're wasting money or not so uh, just uh, in that regard it comes back to connecting the goals of marketing with goals of sales with goals of business 
Yeah. And uh, if you kind of have it covered, sometimes a small change in things like that could could lead to really big changes and improvements in the business. Yeah, because I do talk to a few folks who, 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 when you start mentioning things like call to action buttons and, and user experience and finding the things on the website quickly, that they kind of say, well, that's nothing to do with Google, is it? But it is, isn't it? it they say it's not SEO, but, but it is because Google's actually looking at that as well, isn't it now? Uh, indirectly. Um, and again, you have to think about uh, what I mentioned before earlier. The job of Google is to present you present you with the best solution, yeah. the best information possible. So if you land on the website and you can't find their phone number, yeah. if you try to buy some products and the checkout process fails over and over again, yeah. then you're not going to be happy as a user. You're not going to come back to that website. And if Google keeps serving you such websites, you're gonna come. You're gonna stop coming to Google and use Google, yeah. which is not what they want. Therefore, it's all related. You have to think about how one small thing can affect everything altogether. Yeah. So Google's kind of like looking at a pattern of behavior from many, many people visiting your website. Would I, would I be right in saying that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, there's so many tools that allow you to do quite in-depth analysis of that. There are things like heat maps and yeah. session recordings and any kind of analytics tool will show you pages that are performing better than others. And as long as you pay attention, you can extract a lot of information about underperforming, overperforming pages, and then just make decisions based on that data. You know, we have a saying, it's almost like, a, it's my, not not motto, it's not our business essence either, but uh, it's the saying that we use all the time, don't trust the gut, trust the data. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's how you got to live in business world. Yeah. So what SEO topics are we going to be talking about over the next few years, do you think? Is there anything new on the horizon that's going to baffle us all? And another number to chase, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I can't predict the future, no. But it does from from kind of uh, we can we can we can think and talk about possibilities of the future based on past experiences. Yeah. So if we look at the most recent Google updates, maybe within the last couple of years or so, so spam, yeah, in like uh, using spam links and whatever else, uh, any kind of misrepresentation on. Uh, in terms of content, information on the website, Google is hitting hard on that. So obviously, all those black hat backlinks, all that stuff is not going to do you any good. So stop doing that today. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's one thing. Uh, and then in terms of kind of uh, technologies, it does feel like, so the, the, with the introduction of the zero search result, when you see the response to your answer when you type in, to your question when you type sure. in Google, they kind of show you the response right away without you going to any websites. Yeah. Uh, things like usage of all of those, um, like a, the, the mobile assistants, you know, the, yeah. the Alexa and Siri and so on and so on. So it's it all kind of ties together. 
the way you structure the websites that are showing it that zero search result are typically structured in a very specific way. It's some kind of bullet point answers, some kind of lists, because that's how you nowadays talk to your voice assistants. Yeah. Uh, you ask, give me top top plumbers in my area. Sure. Give me, um, or what are the, the most recommended products in, I don't know, like what, what are most recommended running shoes, whatever, whatever those yeah, are. Yeah. So uh, it, it, it does seem to all go that way. So voice search has been kind of going up and down in terms of popularity as a topic. Yeah. Now, nowadays, it's a little bit slower, or not slower, but uh, it's um, not as discussed as much. But it does seem like uh, everything goes that direction of uh, kind of you, you think the product shows up on your door before you think about it type of thing. Yeah. Um, so especially with uh, the most recent Facebook's meta introduction. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, that's a big topic, right? So... <laughs> And, yeah. you know, so a lot of people are kind of looking at it and saying that it's com completely in incorrect, that it's not going to happen. But if you look at the past 20 years of technology, yeah, it's happening. And no matter if you like it or not, it's more or less happening already. Uh, you know, all of those uh, VR goggles and they try to do the Google glasses thing and... Um, nowadays they're using already there's quite a bit of uh, technology that with use of those augmented reality glasses for repairs and for uh, like at factories where yeah. you use all that stuff so it seems to be going that way so kind of uh, augmented reality uh, voice searches uh, predictive algorithms and I don't know how exactly it's going to manifest in our everyday lives and how it's going to affect SEO specifically. But that's what I would think where the whole Google game is going. Yeah, maybe we need metaverse engine op optimization next or something. I don't know. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the MEO, I should, I should patent that and trademark it pretty quickly. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe we won't need search engines. Maybe we'll just be looking into our goggles every morning when we wake up, and just it'll be fed to us. Well, oh, that's horrible. No, let's hope that. <laughs> yeah, no. I hope it doesn't come to that. <laughs> but if you think about it, as long as there is, and and this is actually very, it's a completely not completely different topic, but it's a very interesting topic to talk about and think about. But what is the point of search engine? The point yeah. of search engine is to provide you a best result out of options yeah right so nowadays if there is no option you won't need search results sure or search engines yeah so if amazon owns the world all yeah. of the e-commerce world you're not going to need that uh, if uh, some kind of like a netflix or whoever else owns the streaming video world you're not going to need that either yeah. so in near future, it not, doesn't look like it's happening, but who knows what's going to be in 50 years from now. Oh, yeah, scary Maybe story. Maybe we all are going to be branded with the Amazon sticker. You, know? <laughs> you never know. Yeah, it's scary stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Right, um, right. It's fa fascinating. I could chat 
for ages about this, Dimitri. And where can we find you? Where's your website and all your social media bits? All right. So the company is Regex SEO. Regex stands for regular expressions. Mm-hmm. So uh, regexseo.com. If uh, if you would like to direct, uh, if you would like to contact me directly, my handle on social medias is Digital Spaceman. Uh, you know, we are in a cool. digital world. Uh, we are based in Houston, so NASA space. Ah, uh, yes, of uh, course. Spaceman yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Digital Spaceman on Twitter and LinkedIn and all the rest. Fantastic, Dimitri. Thanks ever so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thanks again to Dimitri for his time. If you've enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe for more on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google. It's everywhere. Just search for Not Another Marketing Podcast. Thanks for listening.